I was like 10 or 11 or whatever, and my uncle was having people over to, to see it, to watch the, the premiere. And my dad was like, oh, let's go. And then he got lazy. He was like, oh, we'll just watch it at home. And I was like, I don't care about watching this. I just want to like go to an adult's house. He turns it on <laughs> and it's the beginning, I think, of the second season where it's like when I was 17 song. And it's just like explicit sex in like, it's a montage, explicit sex like three times, just like this topless woman. <laughs> uh, and after, I think after the third one, my dad was like, all right, all right, let's come, like, t- turn it off for a little bit. <laughs> um, and I forgot th- about that, like, you know, experience of just seeing all of this, like, wild misogyny. I mean, that's the depiction, not the depictions of sex, but the wild misogyny of The Sopranos. Uh, totally forgot that until this rewatch. Yeah, like, that That was exactly why, because, like, yeah, I was, like, the same age. I have one older brother and two younger brothers. I think my... I think it was probably my older brother and my dad would like be into watching it. And I would just be like, this is boring. When's the Simpsons on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like in the room for so like, and I would like pay attention. Like I would just be like zoning out. And so I'm up to the part where I would watch it as like a 12 year old or something. Right. And I knew it was funny at the time. Like I liked the jokes, but I didn't follow like the narrative. No. How could you possibly like, I mean, it's so- like, who cares? You know, the Christopher intervention scene best best in the world i um, oh sarah doesn't know yeah I, yeah no don't don't worry about me though speak away it's, it's really worth watching yeah it's, it was one of the series i picked up in quarantine i'm i'm not finished i'm on like season five or something i'm oh, gonna yeah. finish umi neko first <laughs> <laughs> nice but yeah i love the the christopher columbus episode Chris, in particular yeah, the christopher columbus episode because, like, Italians can be so disgusting, and I'm Irish Italian, so disgustingly racist. Like, so, like, uh, how the Irish became white, that type of, yeah. 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 So, the, in the Christopher Columbus episode, to fill Sarah and anyone else in, um, it's, a, it's about, you know, Newark and the parade that's happening and Italian pride bullshit and then you know the, the counter protest of indigenous people against that um and it's written so well I, I mean like, that's every episode but yeah yeah but it's written like with such a good like kind of um historical context and like there's all these scenes like you'll watch them watch a debate about it on tv Whoa. Like, and like oh yeah there's that and then um so and that it's in like 2001 that is impressive <laughs> oh yeah and there's yeah. some like allusions to the war later on in the series or the wars but um yeah so the part that reminded me of it is they're in the horse stables uh because ralph has has bought a, a racehorse um and they're talking about this like parade controversy and uh hesh is like they're like Jewish. Hesh friends. is my dad, by the way. Oh. Hesh is my dad. Such a great character. Like <laughs> the one Jewish guy who like works in the music industry. That um oh, is my dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um oh my gosh. And so also oh on the that just quickly on that subject, like now I understand my upbringing of like, you know, you know, my uncle yelling at me because he doesn't want, you know, us to turn out you know, like uh, Jackie Jr. You know, now I get it. Like, it's like, don't be a, don't be, you know, 
uh, shape up or ship out. Um, so they're in the, the stables and um, they're like summarizing it. And this character, I don't really know. He's not like a, he's just kind of there for the scene, I believe. But he's talking about, you're talking about Christopher Columbus. And I believe that like Hesh agrees like, no, he's, you know, he did some like fucked up stuff. And then, and, uh, and, you know, Hesh is like, oh, no, hear him out. There's a Cuban. Yeah, that's it. There's and a Cuban person. That's yeah, that's the character. So Hesh is saying like, uh, you know, hear them out, hear the protest out. Like Christopher Columbus did a lot of like messed up stuff, and then the Cuban guy is like, uh, yeah, yeah, he's like Hitler. And then Hesh is like, excuse me, <laughs> and he's my for comparing the two terrible people. Oh no. He gets so offended. He's so offended, yeah, and he calls him like, I, like you know, to the thing of like Holocaust denier type oh stuff. Oh my god! For um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we okay. So welcome to Art and Labor. Um, uh, it's okay, Fox here with Darcy Wilder and Sarah Crow. Um, we're kind of doing a media catch up episode, um, kind of gossipy episode, <laughs> but we don't really have it. Uh, good gossip but there is a lot of kind of rags gossip rags is the theme of the episode i would say today um there is this really fucking honestly it's so stupid like uh expose about it's not even an expose it's it's like it's a big nothing it Uh, i feel like it's uh i mean like when we were uh uh you know to speak of the dirtbag left, it's the equivalent of that New York Times article where they like christened it. That's oh, what this article right, feels right, like right, about right. Dimes Square. Um, right. Well, and that's, I almost like, that's I was one, like but- reading it and getting mad. And, that, and then I was like, we, like, I shouldn't even like talk about it. Should like, shouldn't even, we should just stop recording. And, which like, is, which no, is similar, just- to the Jezebel, <laughs> similar to the Jezebel Red Scare piece by Anna Merlin, who's, yeah, who's yeah. the whole time is like every other sentence is like, why am I writing this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because just in the scope of the world and in the scope of America and New York and even within media itself, like the impact is so minuscule of any of this scene, these people, like it's really uh, confusing why this this guy would write about them for the times. Um, oh, the yeah. Wait, it's not the just the times piece though. We're talking about two different pieces. So oh, yeah. one is, oh. I, I don't, I forgot to look up who the author of the times piece is, it's but Ben Smith. other, Oh, Oh, who is it? Ben Smith. Oh, it was Ben Smith. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the other piece uh, is in the daily beast and it's like, it's truly, um, a bad article and why was it written and like it makes me like kind of go conspiracy brain because okay so we're talking about my conspiracy brain about um brooklyn dad defiant that was all correct i was right (laughs) okay does not uh uh i didn't think to do this but um jack allison on his show looked him up on open secrets and uh, he was like confirmed to be on the payroll of uh, a political action committee. Um, and uh, it's like, 
it's not like a ton of money. I mean, it's kind of as far as like it was. So it's the really American PAC. Really I don't American? Know. I, I should look it up more. Great but name. He was given. Let's see. Between when and when. Ah, the website's not working on my phone. Um, One sec. So he was given like almost 60K. Um, assumably, like I said, to do free PR for, or not free PR, but like constant talking points for uh, the, the Democratic Party. And uh, he happens to be the one pushing the, um, you know, conven- so convenient that this Cuomo right. thing is coming up because he's the only one who can pardon Trump, which is like, <laughs> do you know how like this works? Like the, the next governor can also do that. The next governor can also, you know, uh, indict the, the well, president. Like, like, you know, and but who's in New to York, say it would be a Democrat again? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, He's do you know what questions? He's just asking. <laughs> isn't it funny? <laughs> like, it's like literally. So like the Brooklyn? fact that like nothing happened with Tara Reid, like absolutely nothing. I mean, nothing happened to Biden. Is, well, that's no, yeah, that's exactly. Like, that Tara Reid is Biden's uh, right. uh, victim. But like, the, like that's why I don't think even though we're having like a hot moment now like none of it's gonna matter in a month yeah it's it's I, I don't know what's gonna fucking happen to Cuomo and I, I forget why I got onto this oh but yeah my new conspiracy brain thing is about this this dirtbag left piece because I'm like because like he brings up Norman Finkelstein and is laundering the like extremely uh, fucked up line that he's a Holocaust denier, and it's like pulled like the the line is like pulled out and bolded in the article. Which like, is like I don't even know what a Holocaust, a Holocaust denier is. Is like the line. Yeah, and it's just like that is so weird thing to pull out out of context from Norman Finkelstein, who is like you know, a historian whose family was in the Holocaust who like famously took down Alan Dershowitz on democracy now. And like since then has been on the Dershowitz shit list and uh, you know, Dershowitz fucking uh, got him like removed from Harvard, like completely like, just like pulled all of his strings to completely blacklist Finkelstein from like the Academy. And like, it's, it's this insane um, moneyed uh, smear campaign. So my conspiracy brain is like, he's, he got some, he must like, there is, there's still (laughs) money in like writing these smears and, like continuing to smear critics of, you know, uh, I don't think it's about about Norman Finkelstein himself, though. You know, not himself, like, but but it's why like include the, him? Uh, 
I mean, at this point, if you're trying to like write an article about the dirtbag left as like uh, what are like the crypto Nazis kind of shit, like Cryptfash. Cryptfash, that's right, yeah. And uh, as as many disagreements as I have with that scene, it's like they're not, and you're just trying to get clicks, or you're like you're in the real liberal smooth brain. Like, I mean, Russia. Yeah. I, I've known the writer for a little bit. Well, I knew the writer as a, you know, a long time ago. And then recently now reconnected. I haven't read the whole piece. I do. He's not liberal. Like he is pretty legit. Mm-hmm. I think that from what I've seen, likely bad editing and like really like maybe a misstep. Um, But I don't think that Alex is on the payroll anywhere or like, I think that there is like a desire to like want, uh, you know, this circle of people to be more, more like malicious in like a a way that everyone can agree is bad is like really tempting to escalate uh, stuff. Um, Because there are like, they're like a conservative views in that po- in that group of people too like mm-hmm. but yeah here's, i think that you're no, right that like there's some sort of i don't know it could be like you're saying the editors right it could be like 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 i so, don't yeah not to burn any bridges but like daily beast editor like what does would <laughs> would you try, like, <laughs> your livelihood with a daily sorry who do you <laughs> want if, to take the call at 3 a.m what was that <laughs> It was like this a Bill Clinton somebody. thing, wasn't that like a Bill Clinton ad or like? No, it was it was against Obama from Hillary oh, in yeah. two thousand eight. That's right. When when the the call comes at three a.m., who do you want to trust your kid? Like, I think. Oh I'm gonna, my god, she's. So who do you want to have a nuclear God, that's so, yeah. She but yeah, this Alex- Alexander. Sorry, Reed. let's not. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, I missed what you said. Say it again. She oh god, like whatever. she invented birtherism. Her. Her, oh, she like, did. No, you're absolutely campaign. right. Wait, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yes. They yes. circulated a photo of Obama in like Muslim garb where he was just like, I think in some, he was like getting an award or something. Ugh. It was just a photo of him in like a long white, I don't know what you call it. Long white shirt. <laughs> like He was wearing clothes. He was wearing um, a hat and it wasn't a baseball cap. Uh, don't. If she makes us defend Obama. Worst. Yeah, it, <laughs> no, that was. The- <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that like it's. Uh, it's- Alexander Reed Ross wrote the fascist creep, and then I I saw he wrote a piece for Counterpunch about like death in June and like this sort of like neo neo folk shit that you know has always sort of pissed me off. Like I understand like. <laughs> Um, the writing about that, that came out pissed me off. <laughs> a little New York, not very much. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the the I what what I could see it being is like, you know, um, these gossip rags being like, we want to do a hit piece against the dirtbag left. Who's writing about like crypto fascism? Yeah. What? How can we? How can we target? Um, how can that be our angle into doing this type of criticism or whatever? 
And it's like, I've had my criticisms of the, the dirtbag life. I, I call them vice too. It's like right, vice yeah. too to me. Uh, you know, but it's, I, I was, I've always been like careful to not call them like crypto fash or like super like, you know, I, I get, I, like I've said on the podcast, like I get the, the compare comparisons to Strasserism, like when it comes to like Angela Nagel, mm-hmm. um, I think there's like clear distinctions, like a lot of like people in the, in the larger media, like to group these people together and they're not even friends necessarily. <laughs> it's just helpful for a, a narrative. Um, or it's like, you know, you go on, I like, I could see the type of thing where it's like, they went on this podcast and th- then later said all these fucked up shit or like whatever. And it's like trying to cancel things. Lindsay Ellis because of ContraPoints. Oh yeah. The, Which is, all right. No, we don't have to do forgot that. about that. Um, I also think that like within, I feel like there's like speculation about podcasts and like just thinking about them as podcast hosts. Like I don't really get the idea that this web of people has heart to hearts or like a, a, a strategized attack or thing. Like, I don't think that there's any, any like deep, what I like speculate. What does this person think about their co-host saying this? And it's like, I don't know. I don't like, I just don't. Yeah. But the, uh, the speculation, Except for us, we have a very coordinated revolutionary program. No, sorry. We, <laughs> we have a, our group text is, <laughs> It's so strong yet vulnerable. Um. So, uh, yeah, I don't think that they have like a court. So, oh, fuck. Oh, this speculating about people's intentions and stuff like that, kind of like is similar to conspiracy theories. Like, who is like that? Just dis- sowing distrust and stuff like that. And I don't think that they're like, if it's a reach, like why go for, like, you know, if accusing someone of of crypto fash, if you're wrong, you look like an idiot. And it's like, it's just so hard to recover from that. I don't know. I'm rambling, but. I mean, there were several like really glaring um, factual errors that were initially wrong with the piece that they like had to correct. Similar to the Times Square piece. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. And it is, it it is, there's, that also kind of smells coordination to me to, Mm. to have these two pieces like basically within what is it like 48 hours of each other come on on. dude well it's also during this harry and megan stuff which is truly another elevated gossip thing loosely tied yeah loosely tied to like politics and stuff but like oh uh the royal family is a racist uh like colonizers like oh uh, that's not exactly breaking news um, it could be the other way. It could be that like Dasha has some really good PR person. <laughs> like get, who knows when to get, yeah. Uh, I feel like up. the yeah. My god, did you guys hear earlier today Oprah was like I can tell you that it was not the grandfather or the grandmother and that's what I'm going to say. It's like okay, Oh, about the great. baby? About the baby. I think Concerning everyone agreed that it was, baby's it was skin like tone. the stepmom. I think everyone. I oh, think I it, people know. suspected that it's the evil stepmom who, like, <laughs> you know, married the dad. Oh, what's her face, Camille? Camille. I am not following 
any of this. Uh, I know. No. I, I'm envious. I wish I didn't. No. The whole the whole British royalty died with Diana, and they shouldn't have existed ever. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad saying they should all have their heads chopped off, including the little baby. No, I'm kidding about the baby. Can I read this lead from the Irish Times? Also, that Archie was isn't going short around? for anything. The what? <laughs> it's just Archie. Yeah, that's great. Psychopaths. It's, uh, after R- not Riverdale, not Arnold, just Archie. <laughs> it's after the comics. Yeah. Oh, oh one <laughs> funny thing disgusting. is that when the royal family pulled the security, is that Meghan Markle and Harry had nowhere to go, so they lived at Tyler Perry's empty mansion. <laughs> like Tyler Perry <laughs> stepped up and was like, "You can just stay in the stay in the guest room." Wait, can I read I this? I hate it. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, we're read all it. over read, the place. Yeah. No, no, I want to read this um, uh, lead from the Irish Times that was yeah. going around. Um, having a monarchy next door is a little like having a neighbor who's really into clowns and has uh, d- dabbed in clown murals, displayed uh, clown dolls in each window, and has an insatiable desire to hear about and discuss clown-related stories. More specifically for the Irish, it's like having a neighbor who's really into clowns, and also your grandfather was murdered by a clown. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> Amazing intro! <laughs> Holy shit! It's so Thank you, the people of Ireland. Pulling it through. All the ones that came over here, we all suck. You guys stayed super trill. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta agree with that. <laughs> but yeah, I get, I get, I get, um, you know, my conspiracy brain about um, PR and like these sorts of things. Um, and, you know, like you're saying, Darcy, like it is like, it's, it's not good to just sow distrust. Um, but I will say it's really good to sow distrust about the ruling class, yes. whether it's like hyperbole or whatever, like, that's like, like it's correct enough. I also think that you're not incorrect about this like they're the strategies that they use for uh you know releasing stuff the coordination i mean it's like the adam curtis stuff where it's like yeah of course people believe these things like look mm-hmm. at whatever um on i think it's like the anniversary of the cointel pro thing burglary there's something anyway. uh yeah uh, sowing suspicion i think oh, yeah you never know i don't know it's 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 really difficult, yeah, to to the sewing sufficient on like a on like a local level, on like um, an organizing level can be really really damaging. Um, I get that. Um, at the same time, when the tenants union did a, a like BLM march this summer to um, our racist reps house who, by the way, was endorsed by the teachers union and we've been fighting that endorsement because it's like, yeah. it's, re- it's extremely bad. Yikes. But, <laughs> uh, but we marched to his house and there was this like such an obvious cop. <laughs> like, I love the memes about really spotting mean. undercover cops because they really are obvious. Like it's, it's just four guys hanging out in the subway, it, cargo <laughs> shorts, a shirt from Walmart, body untouched, like a refrigerator. Virginal Tims. Yeah, I like that. At one of the Virginal FTPs, Tims. I went to one of one of the FTPs, and there was a group of undercover cops, and they were just all like huddled together and all wearing an orange armband, and I'm like. What do you? Yeah. Wait, I noticed those armbands too, and then 
Someone someone like made a comment about it likely being like a nothing conspiracy, whatever. But it's also like they're dumb uh, enough to do that, dude. Like, I saw they, them. They, like, they, I, they were cops. Yeah. They had the they had like covertly they were hiding their um the like fasteners, the like yeah. <laughs> it's so like Kmart. Yeah, <laughs> the the guy who tried to take over our march was like decked head to toe in like brand new like. Um, what is it like? Uh, like Am- not Amazon. I guess Amazon does this now. Uh, d- like Zazzle, Zazzle, like BL, like Black Lives Matter shirts. Oh like, yeah, like Red um, Bubble rubber mm, bracelet, yeah, yeah. brand new hat, not barely worn. Like not like a, a bandana. Creased, the, like the sides of it creased down extremely branded like hyper hyper branded blm like head to toe and i'm like whoa (laughs) (laughs) and like wasn't at like the the beginning of the march when we were all like doing speeches it just showed up in the middle and like started leading the march with a megaphone and i'm like yo this is (laughs) which weren't they gonna uh, disband the undercover unit. Even I don't think they were meetingfully going to, but they announced they were gonna. Uh, just remind. They just know. say stuff and then don't do it. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. No, they're never. They've got their own CIA. They dis- why would they ever stop? And they have their own. They have a precinct in Paris, France. They have yeah precincts like they like like they have these like contracted like for like former. For like retired officers and like former NYPD people, there's all of these like like Giuliani has this company that I've like sort of researched. I'm not like a journalist. I'm not that good at researching this shit. But like, I was keeping tabs on this Giuliani company. Uh, I've linked to it on the podcast before, so I'll find it again. But um, that basically uh, trains uh, foreign. Not not just foreign, um, other states, and then foreign police departments in NYPD tactics. So um, that is like a lot of the what um, like made the circle the- of life because we get all of our training from the IDF. And- <laughs> <laughs> yes, it all trickles it down back to the old world. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the 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 type of stuff that like influenced like um the Brazilian police getting so much worse mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. ult- what ultimately led to like Lula. Who that's some good news, huh? Yeah. The one bit of good news lately um that uh the Brazilian Supreme Court has uh dropped all charges against Lula and he can actually run and he's going to run. <laughs> against I hope Bolsonaro, he fucking kicks his ass. He's got That's it. Like, we've it now is, officially yeah. endorsed our first political candidate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I endorse Lula hundred percent, dude. I don't. He could. He could do the corruption again. I'm still going to endorse. <laughs> I would highly recommend anyone. I didn't hear his voice. Like I had only read about him and stuff, and I only heard his voice last year. Look it up. It's a treat if you haven't. Like we're gonna get the- we're gonna get our like what if Bernie versus Trump? I think uh, sort of situation. I think we're gonna oh, get yeah, that. Oh, that would yeah, be yeah. good. Um, should be interesting. Oh, oh yeah. 
uh, we're getting off topic, well, but no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, those, just speaking of Bernie, uh, the Nevada DSA one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to bring up. And then yeah. all the, all the DNC shills resigned completely. <laughs> See the, the real key part of that, I think is that they, they took their half a million dollars with them. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah. They, they emptied the coffers of the, um, like, of, of the party's money and then they put that it in level. Yeah. Yeah. And then they put it into the Senate, Senate, the Senator yeah. level, the senatorial like campaign fund or I have it also pulled up. And um, you know, it's very well-timed, right? Like with that um, other Nevada announcement that um, <laughs> <laughs> it's going around. Uh, how is it phrased exactly? Um, you know, legislation to establish new uh, business areas in Nevada would allow technology companies to effectively form separate local governments. Company towns are back, baby. So they're like, uh, if we can't beat the socialists um, at electoralism, we'll just make our own uh, government. It's um, the people who read like, the first third of uh, Parable of the Sower, and we're like, this doesn't sound so bad. Me Which sewing. Which brings us to Andrew Yang. Me reefling. <laughs> Andrew Yang. Oh my gosh. I'm like so much, I mean, I don't want to say I'm so much more depressed under Biden than Trump, but I am I am so much, there's so much I am fewer, too. yeah, just the hope um the people yeah uh god damn it but it's good uh, people have to like go through it oh, yeah. i think if 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 trump had won again it would be like oh if only you guys voted enough yeah. for biden right then we yeah. would never be in this and everything yeah. would be fixed <laughs> not that i think like the failures of these next four years are gonna be like enough to convince people to I don't know, not not work with the Democrats who obviously are, I think you put it best in the Discord, okay, they're just going to pull a labor party and it's like, okay, well, if you guys actually- but explain more to people listening what that means. Well, what, I mean, I don't know if I can did, do it very did well. People but, <laughs> but basically that like the more the more lefty momentum got built into the labor party- the more the kind of Tony Blair liberals were like, fuck you. And so they just joined, what is their new party called? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the, the party it's names, but it does relate shit. to our, <laughs> it does relate to our theme of gossip today because um, there was this really good, like email logs that were published. I think in the, I forget where, okay. I got to look this up again. Uh, but basically there was literal sabotage within the labor party to do the smear campaign against Corbyn, smearing right. him as an anti-Semite, smearing him as a sexist. Yeah. Um, that was all coming from inside the house. That was coming from inside the labor party, the more liberal wing of the labor party um, against the Corbynites and to, to, and there was a direct effort, not only to smear Corbin, but to purge all of the, um, Corbin sympathetic people from the party. So that's like, 
where the Democrats are are going to go to. And I think like they're spooked. I think they're spooked by um, whatever her name is, the like PSL candidate who won in Seattle. <laughs> Which is Gloria Lariva. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was like, oh, it, Sawant. It, yeah, no. Sawant. She's been there though. But th- th- that's what I'm saying. That's the winds of change, right? That okay, was like yeah, yeah. she. She went up against so much Amazon money. Like, right. They were able to throw big tech money to, like, you know, say stop Prop 22. Like they're they're able to do that. Um, they try they try to do similar things um there they try to do similar things you know in in nevada they can't um they and you know i guess they're not going to get into the messy business of assassinating people right away but i mean the conspiracy like it truly is like gossip conspiracy there's so much i mean it's just there's so much overlap and then like speculate like these like that sounds like like the Corbin thing sounds like can you I mean it's just absolutely true and absurd. Like it's so absurd that if you speculated it, you'd be written off as a tinfoil hat, whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah, this and it's all, really depressing. This all happened. Well, I mean, like, we knew that was exactly the case yeah. like in twenty sixteen too, and it's yeah. it's I mean, that got really glossed over. And in 2016, yes, you're like right. I bring this up often, but it's just such such an example when the Republican, uh, Republican, like the the North Carolina Republican office got like vandalized something. Uh, oh yeah, and Democrats were raising right. money for them to rebuild, <laughs> and they're just so disgusting. I hate them so much. Um, God, they're so evil. And yeah, like- <laughs> and, and the and like America not having like a great left. I mean, now we're it's building up, but it's just like the funneling, like just the constant disappointment of Democrats. Like, of course, we don't have. Of course, we're only now picking up a little bit of speed after the Bush years. That was terrible. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's always like a, the compare comparison to the Republicans is worse, um, which is like enough to just like put people to sleep for a while. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I don't mean to like overstate the coordination aspect to it, but like the amount of money that goes into the Democratic Party, which is a national party, like that has coordination with all fifty states, like and like you know, these conventions aren't nothing like these, like meetings aren't nothing that these positions like Tom fucking Perez isn't nothing. Like people tried to get Keith Ellison into the chairman position and that was fucking stolen. That was fucking, that was like, (laughs) and what you just said about like paint, like it always comes back to the Republicans being worse. And like, that's like the daily beast point of view of like you know this hashtag resistance i find it more evil than like a lot like i would rather the republicans telling us that we're terrible or that they're terrible every single day than like being courted by the daily beast and that's kind of what i i'm thinking back to to like the the dirtbag left alex's piece where i just don't trust i wouldn't trust that uh 
that the mission of the Daily Beast would properly give a nice point of view on anything in the left. They're never like, I just don't like that, that thought process, their reasoning, you know, like, yeah, I, they're just not, they're just never going to be on our side or give us a great, uh, I don't know. They're like, they're, they should not be our collaborators. The money must well, have been good. Would, I'm saying. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. I just think the money must have been good. I think. Yeah, like, that's true. A lot of this shit like can operate like, okay. The other thing that's mentioned in the, New York Times article is Art Forum, the magazine oh I used God. to work for. Um, and like, I, you know, I've been What's out of Art the... Forum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been out of the, the zone for a while. Um, so I, I don't, you know, I don't know a ton. I'm not like the most connected person, frankly. But the thing with Art Forum that everyone talks about and everyone criticizes it for is that it's pay to play. And it's fucking true like i mean allegedly i don't i like not confirming anything but like it's easy to see in how the magazine functions like it's a big brick of advertisements that support mm -hmm. the magazine that the the small percent of editorials are reviews mostly for the shows in the galleries that advertise with them like mm -hmm. You know, there's some there's some like really good people who write there and work there, and I like truly great people. Um, I even like David Velasco, who's the editor in chief, and is kind of comes off as a huge dumbass in the. <laughs> yeah, <he's>, <laughs> he looks like a he does. He looks like a dumbass in that photo. I'm sorry, <laughs> and in the quote, and in what he said, not like, good. Truly, but it's also like similar to the Daily Beast. Uh, that guy at the Times, I wouldn't trust him to write about anything. I mean, no. also the same today, a piece about uh, literary darlings came out. Uh, that and I, I, I kind of, I don't know, I, you know, another time. Anyway, why did I go? Sorry, the coffee. I just like to say, are you mentioning? And, like, are you mentioning lying? Uh, yes, but that's not the point. I was going somewhere with it. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. I wanted to clarify that I was fine with my portrayal and that, but that I would not trust specifically Ben Smith or the. Uh, was it under op ed or was it under? It was, or I don't know actually. <laughs> I gotta look. Oh, again. let me. The um, Alex's one was op ed for sure. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I, I but, closing uh, it. Someone, someone I know said though it was like this is why uh, someone who is an editor at BuzzFeed shouldn't be trusted to write a media column. Um, <laughs> how do you tell if it's a what I mean, section it's in like if you're gonna write a piece about <laughs> like, like people who have essentially acted as covid deniers or you know mask deniers uh and about how they hang out in a neighborhood and like a restaurant like there's no way you're gonna get out of that looking favorably um especially this with that kicker of a of a quote about Andy Warhol. <laughs> oh my God! Well, they're twenty three. Um, uh, the, the quote, yeah. I'll say, yeah. Uh, what is it? She was thinking. I feel like almost bad, like shitting on twenty three year olds, but also I don't and like. Yeah. But yeah, read it, read it. I yeah. was wondering about that too. At the ripe age of thirty, you know, but then it's also like, <laughs> I don't know, like. 
the New York Times covering the that you quit your art gallery job to write a gossip zine about in you know your insufferable clique. Uh, you're fine. Um, also, like all of the like, it just seems like it's gossip, like a gossip, literally a gossip rag. I don't understand. Yeah, it is. It is. And they're writing about gossip rag. Yeah. They're they're writing about um, like it's it, the the times to me is like a signaler. So it's like signaling yeah. to it's like ruling class readers that hey, just so you know. There are some little shits that are talking shit about you yeah. or whatever. I don't um, even think it's that. Like, <laughs> sorry. Um, I think it's like, so I was, I was looking deep inside myself <laughs> while reading this. Um, and, and I was thinking about what it was like to be at that age and start seeing who in the scene was getting a New York Times write-up. And even like it's not just that you're rich and can live in these areas because there's tons of young art types who are rich and live in these areas and it's it feels very random when it's happening and then that like has all of these snowball effects um and yeah like is the signaler signifier of these like future careers that people might or might not have <clears throat> sorry about my <clears throat> Sarah, um, you've been voted off the ep- I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but the like the what I what I think is honestly the very unfortunate truth is that like these are people who get interviewed or like get spotlighted because they don't they don't intimidate somebody who is older than all of these people, but is supposed to and wasn't cool when they were that age, but has to now mm-hmm. try and keep track of what's cool. Does that make sense? That's a, I, yeah. Also just remembering back to being that age, like early twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get like any sort of online attention or like a job that wasn't, you know, terribly paid, whatever. Until twenty five, like end of my and and the right before I like a few months before I turned twenty six, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and feeling already old at that point because, like, you know, at that yeah. point it was like people getting write ups by having like armpit hair. Like, how yeah. depressing was yes. that? Um, <laughs> and it wasn't even that the people who had hair were pitching it as that. It was just like writers and editors being like the interesting thing about this artist um, but they were dying at p- blue Ooh, yeah and this is the thing like there's always new college students coming yeah. down the pike and yeah. like a, a lot of like how the colleges need to function is to get these kids press like and get yeah. these write-ups like getting and it's inane. The, the write-ups yeah. are inane. Like, the idea of printing off zines about what your friends are doing, like that. And uh, there is a wave of, like, I do think, like, the Gawker era and blogs and stuff like that ha- elevated gossip. You know, the Gawker tagline was, like, today, you know, today's gossip is tomorrow's Tomorrow, history, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, there's some truth to that. But also, I think that like it just brings out this terrible part of human na- like sorry like human nature truly of just like 
speculating about other people's lives, things I have no things that I have no business knowing. Like I don't really care about what book forum columnist does. Uh, <laughs> and it, it, it really pains me to have knowledge like that in my brain. Um, <laughs> and gossip is my biggest vice. So I like hate it and I love it and I hate it and I love it. And then, and then these write-ups, they, they are a name. There's nothing, whatever. There's like a good uh, documentary tabloid by what's his name? Who did the Interatron? What's it? Uh, per, per, anyway. I but I think like the, like the, the, like, uh, and we had talked about it earlier where like the Gawker was able to also push all the goss, like they were, it was, it was symbiotic or it's like Buzzfeed symbiotic relationship between the trash and the really good project mm -hmm. of that era of media. But it's like yeah. the, um, I think that, that like, it was a way of, of monetizing something that just has always existed in the New York scene. Yeah. And it's That's this true. indication of like, we have to totally commodify absolutely every part of our lives, which now includes the gossip of like, who's at the Verso loft trying to pick up girls. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm also thinking about it like in terms of like, my own criticism of the dirtbag left, like Vice Two, and now Vice Three with these twenty-two year olds. Like Vice, yeah, it was Vice Squared. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they're and I, again. Oh my god! Um, but like it's when Vice I, divided by I. Like when when I wrote like my tiny thing that's like just pri like private on our Patreon for free. Um, I like I'm writing it in terms of a left having a like kind of more unified left project and like kind of taking that mm -hmm. responsibility seriously, like a little bit, like I'm not saying like com completely. I just like hate my, my point with that piece was like, I hate the cop out of like, I'm a comedian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm done. Like, uh, you know, that's all like, you know, <laughs> like kind of John Stewarting yeah. it. Like to me, it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't just like a vice two comparison I was making. I was also like comparing it to like America, the book or something just yeah. like, yeah. Like oh, totally. <laughs> Which is also like, like I would tro sorry. Trapo did the updated uh, daily news. One. That's exactly. what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's like, I, I think that there's a lot more potential there because like these folks are actually reading marks. They're actually reading a bunch of stuff and like have a really, really sharp minds for this type of like media analysis and political analysis. And so it's like, I don't know, maybe like think, think about that like a slight more, but then I think they did kind of like um, evolve a bit more after I wrote that. Like, I think mm -hmm. like they're um, touring in all of the, the Bernie states, I think that's a big deal. I think that gets people mm -hmm. to go canvas. I think that gets people to uh, it be in, engaged in this thing. Like, so the, the Bernie campaign was like the one sort of unifier um, with these sort of like disparate online insane people, myself included, um, you know, that, that like gave us stuff to, to do. <laughs> Like gave us like a, a, a focus and like, um, you know. But I, I fear that like the lack of 
there was almost kind of an expectation that like we would be able to just take over the Democrats within four years almost. And I think that's partly probably because there aren't a lot of older leftists now. Um, Um. And, and so they're not there to be like, Hey guys, (laughs) like, well, you gotta be thinking in the long game. Well, Um, the ones that are there aren't doing a good job either. And the ones that aren't, are there. Yeah. Have, have like failed previous generations of leftists. So they're not necessarily in the best position to help us. Am I crazy or did like Angela Davis donate to Kamala? Like, am I making that up? I mean, she definitely endorsed Biden. She like, I can't remember if she. Yeah, there was a comedian tweet that was like, Angela Davis said to vote. What what do you know? Like, why do you know better? than her yeah. yeah what makes you think you're better than her yeah. like and, they, and that's, oh, wait, that's and then the follow-up to that that comedian also was like i tweet for the anarchists and it's like oh <laughs> but also oh. the bernie campaign it was like there was actually a tangible goal and things to work towards like except it's for helpful. our beautiful podcast you know sitting in a room with your friends talking about whatever but the like, thing is that like when they are starting to get those like with nevada like that's if your if your ultimate goal is this thing that'll just get destroyed in oh, front of yeah. you the moment that it like you're actually on the cusp of of victory there then like that is really like demoralizing for people and that's yeah. like what we're experiencing right now mm-hmm. um and i especially i fear for the younger generation that was like so politicized last mm-hmm. year completely activated and nothing fucking changed last year. They just like, they did what they were told. And now yeah. like, you even more, take over. Yeah. The <clears throat> deportations and stuff like that. And the way that the, the DNC crushed Bernie. So like within 70, you know, 72 hours or whatever. Yeah. 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 I think but that yeah, you're I right. Mean, that there's something to, that it's, I am concerned for them too now. So the, like what I've been thinking about a lot is, is this thing I read about like having to have a policy of revolutionary realism as opposed to opportunistic vagueness and sectarian aloofness, which is like outing myself here. It's from Trotsky writing about British trade unions, but like, how is it so timeless? Yeah. I mean, well then the next line is something totally like, what the fuck is the ILP? Like, whatever. It's He's like, the printing press will bring us all down. But, <laughs> I mean, it also goes back to the Adam Curtis part where uh, when every, when all like the the white leftists got employed by nonprofits and started, mm. uh, you know, that type of charity work. Whew, that's, a, yeah. that's a Maoist criticism too. That's a Maoist criticism. The, oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and the, yeah, and, and yeah, the, um, insight the feminist collective marxist feminist collective wrote a really good like the ngo industrial complex yeah. uh oh yeah we talked about that with sarah jaffe a bit um mm, a little, yeah yeah we should the, do a you guys had did you guys do a reading of that before maybe that would be worth that'd be, i don't that'd know be a good is reading. that art enough sure it doesn't wow. matter I, it's a <laughs> thing like people need to hear it people and like you know a lot of art things are NGOs and like yeah. um there's yeah. a the the other thing yeah we were talking about in the constructing the real shout out constructing the real the the revolutionary art class started it's really good 
um uh they're they're gonna do uh a goya discussion next week um, oh hell yeah i'm probably gonna do guernica the week after i think <laughs> oh my god wait yes okay <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll record it maybe we won't we don't know uh but yeah it's um it's really good yeah but in the in the constructing the real um discord we were talking about some of this stuff i lost my train of thought but that's I'll just like also say I didn't know what the format of that class was going to be. And it's literally like you go into the chat and say, I'm going to give a presentation on this some and it's it's free for all. Really go check it out. It's, it's very cool. That's um, yeah, it's like we're, we're just doing like presentations about art we like. It's basically the class yeah. or, or art we don't it doesn't we don't have to necessarily like it is the thing um, because like some of it is like perhaps this was counter-revolutionary but it mm -hmm. did change things um but we'll i mean we, we haven't even really gotten into it yet we just did an intro oh but yeah this so there's this writer gavin mueller that lucia was recommending who wrote a verso book about the luddites oh yeah um that seems great and then i just read um this he re he just reposted this uh, essay in real life shout out real life again i don't know why there's some <laughs> missed, good stuff there i completely <laughs> missed this magazine until recently but um <laughs> it's it's called no alternative and it's of course like you know referencing um fisher and stuff but uh how culture jamming was cultural culture jammed so this this sort of like um uh, I don't know. I guess we were sort of talking about uh, nonprofits, like maybe like non art profits. I know a lot of like, like this former professor of mine who I actually really like does this like really insipidly fucking stupid org called uh, Center for Artistic Activism. And I'm just like, what is this? Like, it's just like yeah. the most like. <laughs> <laughs> like garbage just, just the word activism like, yeah takes everything it's, it's, out of me it's true yeah. like the activist like industry like is like a pitfall to be aware of like and like I, oh you know what else it reminds me of this this other like fucking doomed project that i went to a meeting of like three or four years ago called um the socialist artist alliance but it was like completely dominated by like this like weird guy who's like i have a puppet of trump a, a, yeah. as a baby oh. and i just the most it. political artists <laughs> the puppeteers <laughs> it's like they've always oh, got a puppet man. in the wings so he's like a boomer he's like yeah. talking about just like the most narcissistic, like drivel, like that's just one like single dreadlock in the back. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sitting next to Ben Davis uh, at this thing, who's just like so annoyed the whole time, and like trying to find ways to like cut, interject and cut in. I'm like, get him, get him, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that reminds me of like, you know, last year with the the marches and the uprising and stuff like that. And going in one, I was like it, handing out water and it had already taken a turn from 
like broken windows to megaphones. And it was this, you know, time to sit down in front of a bunch of cops, give speeches. And it was, you know, Zoomers leading in, you know, the megaphones. And then they just read out a list of things that they were against. They were like, this is anti-racist, anti-xenophobic, anti-colonial, like, and it was just that. And I don't know, it was very depressing, you know. Uh, there was no there's yeah i mean it was just like the cops watching absolutely not threatened at all these poor kids with all like the like the desire to do stuff without any direction yeah yeah that's like that's like the 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 weird situation that we find ourselves in so like what what i was sort of saying before like or maybe i was just saying this in the group chat or something it's like i do think that there's like something worthwhile about opportunism sometimes like hmm. yeah <laughs> well tactically yeah of course yeah i mean it's, Com- it's an opportunity but that's a it's an up op- right yeah i mean but it's it's like is that gonna be the like uh the thing that is going to make socialism happen or is that a way to aid the thing that is going to make socialism happen. Oh, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't, like it's, it's strange. Yeah. It's, it's strange because it's, it can take on a lot of different forms. Like I don't, Mm. I don't know. Like, but I, I see the appeal of like a, the dime square sort of thing as like, like you're in such prox- close proximity to the literal ruling class. Like it reminds like, like being like in New York, you know, near, near wall street, being in DC, like when you're just like literally sometimes just rubbing elbows, like, Oh, a weird, like one that I always think about is my friend got like a random gig doing audio visuals and it was for fucking Erdogan. Like it was for was fucking- it for- Jesus Christ! Sorry, he was there. Or or like just was he was was there? there. Okay, like like that's still pretty bad. He was there, and like Uh, it's like what that's so like you're. I mean, we all have also like probably like two degree separation from uh, that the Kamala Harris's stepdaughter. Yes, who's mentioned? Yeah, mentioned in the Dime Square. Yeah, Yeah. that part I was just like she couldn't have gotten in there six months ago. (laughs) <laughs> that was just obvious like well Sam, Sam Hine probably uh, Sam well, Hine, Sam you know. Hine but, but uh <laughs> it, I don't know you know like people need community people need you know what I, like whatever that but the the irritation for me comes from this emulating exclusivity clickishness whatever you know building this the, like that line of like if you can't find the, the zine then it's not for you is against mm-hmm. every sort of zine ethics i've been mm-hmm. aware of <laughs> like uh zines as being a way to disseminate like for the like yeah, yeah I and mean, just like the like truly appropriating this version for their little uh cosplaying as the ruling class they're cosplaying as both the ruling class and you know the underdogs uh doesn't sit well with me um give zines no. back to the the punks and the kids it, it, it. i've written for civilization though. 
We also figured what? out today that the civilization <laughs> shirts that say I hate cops. And what was the other one? Something uh, the New, New York. York Times is so fucking dumb. Yeah, which like I agree with all these sentiments. It like yeah. definitely looks like it was written with the with the marker tool on markup <laughs> mm-hmm. for your iPhone when you're like I could yeah. try to do it with your finger and so like i have a connection to civilization like i do love richard turley who is the co-creator of it uh for whom i worked mtv but uh and i can definitely say that your suspicion is 99 percent correct like i that is something that would happen (laughs) yeah um and my critique is like structural i i do support richard but uh drunken canal you on notice i'm kidding i've had so much (laughs) i'm so sorry who like Literally are probably going to just, I mean, look, guys, you don't ever need to pay attention to us. We're, we're already. We're dead. I'm, we're I'm, already dead in I'm in my little, no, I do my little weaving on my okay. loom. <laughs> Watch the Sopranos <laughs> and remember seeing it when I was 12. She's, she's putting it together and then every night weaving it apart, like. Penelope. Here's the, 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 yeah, the thing too with me, like I, I support David Velasco's right to be a fucking dumbass. Like I, I do, I, yes, exactly. I do. The same, but, the same for all twenty-three-year-olds who are young, rich, and happy. Wait, is David? No, wait, is David? No, da- David Velasco is the editor in chief of Art Form. Oh, yeah. Also mentioned in but, the Dime Square. But, no, but he's not twenty-three, right? No, 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 no. no. Yeah, I'm just I, saying. Like, I don't know. I like. Yeah, no. I, I mean, guess, and you know. It's like the circle of life, and they're all connecting with each other at these parties, right? So they mm-hmm. they, <laughs> they they have a, a COVID party with Hari Neff and some Tony winners or, or nominees. Yeah. Correction, nominees. New York Times. One nominee. Failing, failing New York Times. And so on that whole subject of the COVID stuff, someone who I respect a lot was saying, like, because there was that stuff about whether it was uh, – you know, moralizing disease. And my friend was like, it's the opposite. It's like, we understand that anyone can get COVID. It's airborne. We're moralizing care. It's about care work. It's about not doing the work to protect people around you, which to me sounded valid. But um, I think there's also just that like young people are in a situation now where like, if they aren't at home with their parents they are probably only ever around other young people. And I like, cause I just, that's what I noticed in the, um, over the summer, it was like, I mean, the, the protests themselves were very safe and stuff, but, but the, like the events that were hosted by young people, it was just like no fucks given, no ma- like, and it was very I mean, weird. Yeah. But like the, uh, it's it's very nihilistic ultimately. Um, it's like, oh, I can get COVID, it's fine. And it's like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah they're young. Anyone and I just I, yeah. And like ultimately though, it does like tie into the same attitude as uh California and Texas just like mm-hmm. reopening entirely because and I don't know if I said this last week, but it's that like um at this point, rich people don't die of COVID. In the beginning, right. they did because they didn't understand how to treat it. Yeah. At this point, the only people who die of COVID are people who don't have access to health care or are given insufficient care. Like if, um, if only Trump had gotten it like six months earlier. Oh, God. <laughs> that was my birthday weekend. And I was just like, hi. 
the whole like <laughs> it's so really it was so not it was like man you really could fucking just die right now what but if the the point you bring you that you say about people only knowing others of their own age is just so valid like the way another point i bring up often is 87 percent of the world has android and if you only know iphone users <laughs> Like you're in this, you know, whatever. And even yeah. I, you know, like go across the hall and help my neighbor set up her zooms and like type up for her yeah. stuff. Like it's still like one, <laughs> one, sorry, one boomer, you know, just yeah. so, yeah. And to form an actual thing, you gotta have actual community, which another thing I talk about a yep. lot. Oh, the coffee is Jane McAlevey's thing where she's like, you don't pick your comrades. Like, your comrades or whoever happens to be your co-worker. Yes. Yes. Your neighbor. Yes. I was trying to find earlier today something I... It's, like, very, very old. I feel like it was in a Gertrude Stein thing. But it was, like, one painter saying to the other, like, you can't, like... if Even though you think I, I suck and I'm... Like, you're never going to change the fact that we're contemporaries. Oh! You're never, <laughs> you're ne- like, so it's, it, it is, it's your comrades. And it's like, you're never going to have control over, like, whatever dipshit mm-hmm. is, is like, given a platform. Well, I just, yeah, I feel like we are, we're talking to, like, other 23-year-olds that aren't necessarily these two, mm-hmm. you know, NY- NYU and new school brats, like, literally. NYU new school or whatever like the thing with them to me is they they are the uh, epitome of petite bourgeois like the all the people mentioned in the article um and then they're like a sort of like nouveau riche who's like literally like I've made up my a small business I made either a gallery or I made this uh magazine or zine and like they are proprietors of a small business so yeah do people like that they don't have comrades they are a small business yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, every time like I've worked because I've worked in a lot of more like artisanal manufacturing we have a factory in Brooklyn that has like basically a white girl with fancy glasses is making your lamp um and hey, you yeah yeah and like yeah which is me <laughs> and uh it like consistently these businesses are owned by people who uh graduate from grad school do about three years in the actual workforce of carpentry or manufacture or whatever and then they immediately start their own small business and they have no fucking idea how anything works oh because and like on a very literal level, they use student grade materials and then ask you to use them in that same way. Like they don't understand the way that like uh, what doing something for a long time means or what a long time employee needs or any of that. And and that's kind of it's because then again, like I, I, usually those people are the children of of like like one guy I worked for his dad was like one of the the big executives at Coca-Cola in France and like just yeah uh, Yeah. and no there's there's tons of that and like to to me it's like but they feel like they're rough in it that's what I yeah yeah. that's like you quit your job 
for your zine, that means you don't have a job. Like that's not in any <laughs> free pamphlet. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. And I don't like policing like who, I mean, that's a bad verb to use, but like, I think that there are. Oh no, you're, you can hear you. What happened? Whoops. Sorry. I think my headphone jack, oh. fell out. but like, I think that the issue with, uh, like, uh, criticizing that scene for being for being rich or that pe- anyone from being rich is that like it doesn't there is a correlation between you know privilege and ignorance but like not everyone and it's really well, the doing thing a with disservice the petite, for, the to, petite like, bourgeois yeah right so the thing with the petite bourgeoisie they can pick a side yes so yeah. it's like yeah. they have like yeah. agency to like oh god that's right like you know mingle kind of with the bourgeois um but then they also can pick a side and it's like perhaps these people in some weird weird like here's my very very generous take about like a lot of people like this this is like kind this is my extremely generous take of glenn greenwald for example who like i (laughs) this is i'm not saying like i completely subscribe to this um but it's just like if I'm thinking in opportunist brain, for example, I'm like, okay, Glenn Greenwald is making some deals behind the scenes for, for something. I don't know what. Mm, yeah. Um, something, something substantive is maybe going on that like uh, we're not quite privy to. Um, I think it's still bullshit. I think it's bullshit to throw, uh, you know, for example, trans people like myself, like under the bus mm-hmm. to um, fucking make these deals with the devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, but perhaps there are some devil deals going on in some of these scenes that I don't quite understand. And I'm happy to to give that generous read if that's what's going on. Well, it's just like... They're functioning on like the Milo Yiannopoulos uh, train of uh, right. incendiary, whatever, draw- drumming or up Sam that Hyde. Like it's a lot of like there's a Sam Hyde like kind of connection to oh, all these. I, for a second, I thought you were going after GQ editor Sam Hyde, and I was like, wait, no, oh. he's fine. No, but no, yeah, no, Sam no, Hyde no. Uh, from what million dollar million extreme. dollar stream, yeah. Of uh, yeah, and oh god, I lost my train of thought. But no, it's just it's like this sort of like thing transgression, right? So transgression can can be co opted a lot of different yeah. ways, and. uh you know, to me, it's like I, I had a I had a really good f- close friend of mine who was always really really into Sam Hyde, and I always kind of got like weird little dog whistles that I'm like, what's going me, me on too. here? Me too. <laughs> I <laughs> like, had to just be like, once they uh, faved a tweet when on for my computer, like on my account, and I was like, no, oh no. <laughs> I mean, this no. was like five. Well, no, I- no, what you just did. Yeah. This was like five years ago. They were like, they were <laughs> drunk too. They were drunk. So it was like, no, it's just, yeah, no, no but, but like dog whistles. And it's just like, you know, you write it off or you don't. Um, I don't know. Like I can under, like we, we talk about sometimes like, is it, is it possible to um, reach and reform uh, people uh, like Trump people, for example, and like yeah. where I fall, where I fall on that is often like I 
have to believe we can because I'm I'm literally a prison abolitionist. I'm not, you know, right. going to be one of these fucking idiots on Twitter who are like, sir, excuse me, at FBI, um, this man <laughs> is... <laughs> Uh, excuse me. Hi, hello. Uh, I'm a leftist, by the way. Like, <laughs> I've contacted the police. I've contacted the Capitol Police. Um, you know, so it's like there's strengthen the FBI so they will g- take down these white terrorist organizations that they definitely are gonna do, and for nothing else. But at a certain point, like some of these like transgressive left media projects become indistinguishable from what they are criticizing. Like, like yes. uh, Barry Weiss, like, and Glenn Greenwald, like, you know. Uh, Barry Weiss, how to fight anti-Semitism and then defending that, like, Star Wars ladies, uh, oh, literally God. anti-Semitic memes. Yeah. I mean, also, like, this, you know, Chinatown gentrifier group. Uh, I remember them being very, like, you know, anti-girl boss or whatever, which is obviously, like, yeah, it's terrible. But right. peddling the exact same personality-based, empty, inane, you know, I'm yeah. a downtown socialite type, whatever. I just don't like Harry Potter. Yeah. It's Which classic. the girl boss Peglia, yeah. It's yeah. classic Peglia shit. Yeah. It's classic Peglia, like, Camille Paglia <laughs> being, like, yeah. it's classic, like, I'm gender nonconforming, but I'm a special iconoclast. <laughs> but for you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or um, it's the like w- the only what I just tell myself all the time. What I am constantly saying to myself all the time is like, <laughs> the only good affectation is my affectation. Yeah. No, you can't do affect. Only I can do affect. It's different when I do it. Um. Also, exactly. It does remind me that way back. It was like the blue stockings thing or whatever. One of those, mm-hmm. one of those losers uh, had never n- gone to blue stockings and was talking to me um, in an acquaintance, you know, as an acquaintance, acquaintances are, tend to do. And was telling me that she couldn't be a turf because she didn't know what turfs were. Um, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> ah. All right. Uh, like one of the one of the things that is like most easily you can be without realizing what it is. Yeah, like, like you didn't know what that word meant. Like, I don't know. Just that sort of that logic. If you yeah. read Camille Paglia, you might be a turf. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Shit! My bad. Oh God. Oh Lord, yeah. I mean, I think that that about does it, eh? Like, if if you like our show, um, and and the type of gossip we're peddling, you can support us on Patreon. Yeah. It's different when we do it. It's different when we do it. Um, it's, it's actually not good. consumerist when I do skincare. <laughs> the tra- yeah, the, wait. Uh, a Chapo host once wrote about how socialism means access to good skincare. Um. I am like slowly becoming one of those people who like calls anything nice bourgeois decadence and nobody deserves to have comfort. Like <laughs> me too. Like yeah, I have to convince myself about luxury, you know, like it's like oh, you know, I don't know, Irish Italian. I I got on Catholic point for that. Like like come it's, on. That's just the cat. I'm I like, had a what criticism. do I need? What do I need clean socks for? You need two pairs? Just you have one. <laughs> my my contrapoints criticism was the the like leaning into champagne socialism thing was oh, like yeah. a bit much. Like I wish there was like a little like 
especially because it's contrapoints and she is so good at like all these like different perspectives. I wish she would gain the person, like at least present, like I get like the same with these people. Like I get just sort of like leaning into like, I'd rather be Andy Warhol. Let's just party. Like, don't be so mad. Like, like I kind of like completely understand that impulse because shit is so, so bad. Like, I mean, that's what that entire, <laughs> that entire Adam Curtis documentary yeah. is about. The, the idea that you have an ideology is cringe. <laughs> but at the same time, I wish that like some of these folks who are like critical left thinkers would present the like critique of say skincare of say champagne of like, look at these global systems of oppression mm-hmm. that we are all um, enriched by just by being within the borders of the United States. Yeah. And like- so one of my favorite skincare fucked up things is that, um, so the same products that are sold as lightning creams um, abroad in areas where that's just like kind of common, they don't use that term, but it's the exact same. I mean, obviously different for formulation, just specifically for the FDA here, but like it's just sold here. Whenever you see something that calls itself brightening, Ooh. it's the light i the- didn't know that yeah i know that's like <laughs> to me it's like My, yeah. this is our adrenochrome like this is like the watered down <laughs> this is the watered down adrenochrome that like america gets to have or the west gets to have or like any like capitalist nation gets to to be enriched by or the bourgeois of say like you know uh of like social social democracies or um china Mm -hmm. or like whatever like uh they get to have like these enriching things to expand their lifespan literally like they get the they get the the covet access they get they get the health care and they're fine and or they get to just like get the the uh, vaccine yeah Mm -hmm. we get the we get the vaccine because we're like COVID might be like, like we really, really fucked up COVID, of course, but like we might see, I'm not saying that this is going to happen, but a possibility could be that like the rest of the world gets as bad as we were. Um, I mean, they have been like places like Brazil, India mm-hmm. could get like so much worse um, without the vaccine that like the pandemic does keep going and, but maybe it's just not as bad here, like similar to how it is yeah. like, in China, they can have a rave and we can't do shit. Uh, yeah, that could flip flop. Kind of how Ebola is. Like we kind of nipped it in the bud, but it's still something that so many people die of elsewhere. Um, yeah, I don't know. This like also this thing. I mean, yeah, the self care whole thing that happened. Uh, yeah, yeah, commercialization the, the- and like. Now, you know yeah the champagne socialism and like oh i have my little my little glossier whatever um i don't know it's just like lo- or these, I, I do think we've lost sight of like yeah. anti-consumerism is really important like it's really it's really virtuous to not be a consumer well it's it's funny when <laughs> when they can make the argument that like you know facial feminization surgery is bourgeois decadence um, oh no oh no oh no or you know no, i actually feel that everybody should get lots of pla- like that's the thing that brazil definitely oh, yeah. and south korea <laughs> have right i would like oh my god yeah i don't want to fall the into shit that i would be doing transphobia because like obviously i disagree 
but then, I want facial feminization surgery. Oh my god, imagine. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, like they. It, yeah, I don't they do f- like they. They do. It does end up there. Yeah. What the that because then like that's the reason why I want the 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 more critical left people like you know that was my my critique of like contrapoints to not bring up this kind of like more like inter- internationalist perspective mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. then we could like synthesize something that like addresses like all of this stuff and like yeah. I don't know me me and Lucia got really drunk at a bar once and like remember that and <laughs> uh, <laughs> we we got really drunk at a bar once and and like talked about like how to do a su- sustainable iPhone. <laughs> like if, if oh, there was yeah. like, yeah, no, sorry. If there was <laughs> an actual coordination. <laughs> and I think the- Powered by crickets. <laughs> That's it. Powered by crickets. Powered by crickets. I, our, our idea was like maybe- um, Put out- sorry, it just has like a like a wood chipper, yeah. and you just like pour crickets in, like how in in England you like do your electricity by quarters in the wall or whatever. <laughs> Wait, does that happen? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that like I have a friend who moved to to England, and I had l- absolutely never heard of that. So you like your your shit will just like go off, and you're like, oh, gotta put more coins, coins. in the electricity. Yo, but yeah, I mean. Anyway. Our, our our like thing was like oh yeah well they we could like put a a stop a stoppage on it like have we could have like a, a some smartphones be developed that last for like you know five mm-hmm. years or longer and then yeah. put a stop on or, it and then figure something else out or I don't know I mean I've like, also seen stuff where it's like maybe not everyone has a phone or maybe not ever may, maybe we create systems where we need tool them library either tool library for phone yeah or like we need them less or we don't because like I don't like having one yeah I don't want to I don't want to get new items yeah I ever. mean it's we're talking about like structural change too like if we're making cricket powered phones then we can figure something but else that's out the type too. of shit that like we should be fucking all in communication about and instead we're in these constant cycles of culture war nonsense even the people who like seemingly like criticize the culture war and and do a pretty yeah. good job with it a lot of the time um are constantly falling into the same traps <laughs> like like that's my well, point. And it's always under the guise of like we we just want like we want leftism to not be seen as for weirdos. Yeah. And like I think of it uh I mean I don't like if we're just talking media that Azealia Banks interview uh, on True and on was like great because it like it felt was good. like kind of a reality check where it was like yeah. what was oh, it right, I didn't know these are nerds like they're like they try and kind of play themselves as like the bad boys of the podcast scene and it's like faced with <laughs> azalea banks just like, just like a normal <laughs> cool person azalea banks <laughs> just bumbling <laughs> can't like get a sentence out straight and like it's like very it's very cute and it, it was very i i found yeah. that very yeah, it's endearing. good it's good it does, it's like it's and it's not bad it's not bad to be a nerd but you gotta like understand that if you're listening to a podcast you're absolutely a dweeb yeah. it's what i always say yes. about like in in the comic scene where like you get you get these people who are um the cool art artist comic artists <laughs> and the <laughs> but it's like everyone in this smelly gym was the loser of their art school 
<laughs> and getting ignored by the actual cool artists because the actual cool artists were making uh, sound installations and like paintings. That's when like podcaster, like edgelord podcasters are like, you know, arrogant. Like you, you pay your rent with a Patreon. Like calm down. Seriously. Calm like it's, is it, but it gives them a, a, the the um the the def, the um what's it like the gossip sort of rags about it give them that sort of infamy sheen give them the sort of like um, right it becomes monetized yeah 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 it, it, and, it, it and it's part them. of the yeah like it, the I mean I was I was very ignorant of it until like someone just literally said, yeah, after I left New York, it's, I realized that like just the relationships are so transactional. And it's like, yeah. well, that's been true forever here. But like... The terror uh, of total Dasein, Hita Strael. Yes. Read it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, social capital uh, critiques, read them. Yeah. I mean, this is like, this is how it works. Like, it, <laughs> we got to understand at this point, like... I just, I don't know. I just want to be like a townie. Like, <laughs> I kind of like no, you don't. <laughs> no. I love Get off my lawn. <laughs> yes. The veneration of the local. We, we talked about a little bit with David and Liz. I, don't hassle me. Oh, I'm right. A, don't yeah. hassle me. I'm a local. <laughs> <laughs> what was, it's like the, no, no, never mind. Wait, I don't know. Cut this, Joey. There's no, there's no like real. I feel like we're not. We're, this is good. It's like we're not necessarily like moralizing. It's more just like I don't know. Think it's just thinking critically. I think is like the best thing that a podcast can offer people is to like try to think this stuff through and try to think about like the um the larger structures and then like the pacifying nature of that gossip can sometimes bring and like, yeah. Don't give into the sectarian aloofness. Cause that's what all of this is. It's, it's a way to like not have to confront the, um, the hardest thing to possibly do in the history of the world, which would be socialism. <laughs> Are you, when you don't, when you don't say like, when you don't really say like, Oh, or when you come up to that, wall and you're like oh shit all this stuff i've been learning about oh it's the it's gonna be the hardest thing in the history of the planet to do and you have about 20 years to do it <laughs> to, to, to at least give a good shot at it and to at least like, yeah are you don't don't give into the nihilism are you willing to fight for someone who you know and hate online who, yeah. are you willing to fight for someone who's really annoying online <laughs> I am, dude. Yeah. I I am. I like Brooklyn Dad Defiant. Seriously. You know, oh, no, I don't like what you have to say. But no, no, no. Brooklyn Dad Defiant. He's he's on the ruling class list. Yeah. He's he gets it. no he gets access to healthcare. <laughs> yeah. Off the list. Anybody? Anybody you who takes yeah, a heart attack? I do gun. think yeah. that I do think that people conflate the like, are you willing to work for someone you don't even know with like, uh, we have enemies. Like we don't. That's true. Yes, you're right. There's yeah. there's like yeah. human rights. Brooklyn Dad defines you know whatever. Them. Well, we have enemies, but we also I don't know. I guess it to me, I mean, we, how... it's up for debate. Like I don't know. I get into this like you know 
sometimes like people can have a different line on this. I'm being kind of um, edgelordy myself, just being flippantly like, fuck, <laughs> fuck that. Um, I'm open to other interpretations of what to, to do with I mean, these people. I mean, we're not even there yeah. yet. I'm just like, I'm just overcompensating because I'm just trying to express like how evil it is to take checks like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also fine to be like, to tell people to like fuck off and like maybe you get over it. Maybe you don't like or people just being a fucking turf to be like you're being a fucking turf and this is like this is a, a this type of ideology is like a, a endangering people's <laughs> lives like and fucking with like trans people is like something that uh, is real like being racist is mm -hmm. something that is is mm -hmm. real and needs to be like, talked about but that doesn't necessarily mean that people like get thrown in the disposability bin forever right uh, yeah and people fuck up like grimes did some interview where she said something that was like really bioessentialist and gross about like fucking elon musk like literally like <laughs> fucking as in the verb it was disgusting i'm sorry for bringing it up She's i think so that awful. she uh i think that she realized that she fucked up um that's and, interesting and i mean I, I i also have an issue where i can't I try to dislike her and I it's hard for me because uh, I'm trying to <laughs> uh, I have the opposite I've like I I was like something's something's, something's smelly with her from the beginning I mean and I, I, and I felt very very vindicated I have don't don't give in to her lie Darcy she's <sighs> Go look up fucking Grimes' like houseboat project. Oh, I'm aware. I'm aware of that. <laughs> I don't I actually don't like this trajectory, but there's just yeah, I gotta I gotta dig deep. She's into gonna well, she's gonna come out of this like in five years being like, I was brainwashed by sorry, Elon Musk. <laughs> and don't buy it, kids. Don't it believe was, her it was mentioned, don't believe don't her believe lies. Her. Uh, but yeah, but there's a people point. fuck there. up, but people also knowingly do stuff, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if she becomes a class trader, then that's like, yeah. now we're good, but... I mean, I yeah, guess yeah. I'll always have art angels, or I'll always have art angels, but yeah, throw out <laughs> this whole... Thing. Anyway, uh, but yeah, sorry, call Darcy. people out. Do you, you need know, to call leave, the, Darcy? The, what? Oh, oh no, no. Oh, no. I think you're... Yeah. I'm looking when your thing starts. Oh, no, it's... Uh, I do have to pee. Well, we'll wrap. We'll wrap in a sec. We'll okay. But uh, yeah, okay. And you've you've talked about uh, calling your friends out on stuff, or as people say, calling in. Calling mm -hmm. in. Wow. Yeah, I mean, this was like the thing is like um, these things are like kind of reflectively made fun of often by like edgelordy podcasters and. Like, I get that because a lot of the ways these terms are weaponized by liberals and, like, bastardized and, like, absorbed by liberalism mm -hmm. um, is extremely fucking stupid and uh, annoying. But if you, like, do the, like, like research, if you actually read the, the text that the, these terms are, like, originally pulled from, they're really, really useful to left projects i think like like they're the, always missing the second part of the quote yes like it's, oh my yeah. god yeah. like someone uh recently <laughs> tweeted about self-care uh being like because like was it audrey lord fighting cancer mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. while do it like yep 
And it's about like taking care of yourself when literally no one else will. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people who do not do the reading don't ever yeah. even know that they're not including the, the second part of the quote. Or just, yeah, people who are being excessively cared for. Yeah. And I get like sometimes, <laughs> like sometimes I'm the person who hasn't done the reading. Like my like original read on Adam Curtis, like I, I didn't quite understand like what was going on. Then, like, when Lucia told me, like, oh, he's pulling a lot from Max Weber, I'm like, oh, this clicks. Like, something, yeah. like, yeah. like clicks into place, and mm. I'm like, okay, I want to understand things deeper. I want to understand things more. I don't want to just have a, a reflexive aversion to every yeah. single thing. I want to actually understand what yeah. is going on and, like, re reach, like, a better synthesis than, say, like, Glenn Greenwald – Go constantly uh, being a messy bitch who loves yeah. drama about uh, cancel culture that he just sounds exactly like the li liberals that he supposedly yeah. is criticizing and not mm -hmm. actually like having a, a holistic critique, which sometimes he does get to if you actually like listen or read the, the longer things that he's saying, but like the way that most people are consuming him is on Twitter and like in these Fox news clips or whatever the fuck. Like, But that's the thing. If, if you're like in, in one of these positions, it's like, to, or if you're somebody who's kind of vying for those spots or roles, like in the public, you know, try and <laughs> like, don't make people work that hard to like you, you know? It's a tough balance. They're at the one hand, they're playing the game. They're playing the mm -hmm. the the game of transgression, get a big, big, big mm -hmm. audience. Yeah. Um, but if the like follow up isn't very good, like because yeah, I'm not saying that all like because some of the green one shit is so fucking stupid. You read it and it's like, what are you on, man? Like you're so much <laughs> smarter than this. This is absurd. But it's like it's it's a it's a lot of work. It's like it's there are a lot of like if you think about like writers that you like or whatever like they're not all bangers like yeah <laughs> sometimes you need an editor <laughs> and inversely like oh i normally hate this writer but uh this is pretty good or whatever like that can happen like um you have to keep an open mind basically <laughs> yeah i think uh, matt gavin mcginnis once wrote this thing about not doing heroin <laughs> it's, a, it's like the one thing <laughs> Yeah, ever, don't do heroin. Yeah, yeah. he's like, if you drink, he's like, if you, he, it was oh like, God. if you drink like a thirty rack and like smoke some weed, it's like pretty similar. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, okay, I can trauma. laugh out of. I that can laugh also, out of yeah, it. like that. I think is also though. Uh, no, never mind. That was going to be a stupid joke. Sixty percent of the world is alcoholic, so just fuck it, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, yeah. It, you know, I the I'm the biggest vice hater around, but I can laugh at that bit because that's funny and like um, not a bad thing to, like, you go to up, message. You go after people for the wrong parts, not just yes, yeah. That's the point. That's the point, and that's that's perfect bow. I hope everybody has a lovely rest of their week, and I hope everyone's enjoying these hour and a half art and labors. I hope you guys <laughs> that we are keep dropping. This 5 p.m. coffee I keep having. <laughs>
All right. I swear I'll actually read enough so that we can like do a do an Same. informative episode at some point. Where, uh, Someday. I, I have no excuse. So but this media analysis, this is what people want sometimes. I'm definitely like that sometimes where I'm like, I want the takes. I want to get it. I don't want to have to read these stupid gossip columns. Mm. Um, but I want to understand what people are talking about. Oh, I hope yeah. this this is that for somebody. And uh, they could come away with Support this. Support us on Patreon. It. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's good when we Patreon. do it. Patreon.com slash art and labor. Oh, yeah. I got to do something. To... I'll contribute to that. All right. Darcy will post something soon. That'll be good. See you guys on the Let's internet. Have Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Lots of fun.